0: Welcome to Dad Will Know, a podcast about fatherhood, its ups and downs, its challenges and rewards, where at times a father and son discuss life pertaining to father-son relationships and other times two fathers discuss their fatherhood experiences and the fulfillment fatherhood provides when you embrace its power. I'm Drew Duraney, and I'm your host. Hey, Jack, thanks so much for coming on, my friend.
1: It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me, Drew.
0: Uh, you're welcome. And I, and I also appreciate you helping me pronounce your last name. And I love it. Jack Gillet. I love it. You sound like an actor on that. Um, so, you know, it, this is great. You you are now with this podcast, Dad Will Know. Um, it originally started with my, my son wanting to do a podcast with his dad and we shot the first two episodes they were great and then he started college and started getting you know doing a lot of stuff and and him having autism it takes a lot for him to really articulate his feelings and then go on to camera and all that so he wanted to take a break and I didn't want to lose the opportunity with Dad will know and so you know I added the dimension of you know speaking with fathers about fatherhood and uh you know you and I have spoken a lot in the last couple months and I handpicked you to be the first uh, father. We, you know, we, I I talked to on this. So I thank yeah. you for coming on, my friend.
1: Oh, it's an honor. I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Ah,
0: oh, great. So, you know, I could ask a, a few things about, you know, maybe maybe your mindset before you became a father. Just you know, just bring me up to when you met um, your your wife. And, uh, and from there, even like discussions you two had about having kids, because I don't think a lot of uh, new relationships discuss that, and then you're caught by surprise. So let's start there.
1: No, that's, that's cool. So I'm, uh, I'm the youngest of uh, three uh, in a family, and uh, I have always said that my dad is my hero. Mm-hmm. And uh, never, never looked up to athletes or actors or politicians. I looked up to my dad. Um, you know he taught me to ride a bike he taught me to throw a baseball and throw a football my love of sports and you know I remember being like four years old and helping him fix the car just by holding the light in the right spot and (laughs) you the right tools. so and he instilled all that stuff to me he he never missed a wrestling match a football game a baseball game whatever he was there and uh he was a good husband, still has a good husband. He's 89 years old now. He's, uh, he's got dementia, but I uh, love, love my dad. to death. I still tell him you're my hero, dad.
0: That's wonderful. My
1: brother feels the same way. My sister feels the same way. So, um, we, uh, let's see, my brother's 11 years older than me. My sister's eight years older than me. Mm-hmm. My mom had a, uh, the pecking order goes full, full term, stillborn. Right. My Ooh. brother, wow. another brother who lived for a month and died. Oh my goodness. My sister, two miscarriages and then me, um, so my brother and sister like to tease me that I'm an oops. My mom's <laughs> like, you are not an oops. You were totally planned. <laughs> but uh, that, my parents are still together. They've been married for almost 70 years. Wow. Uh, it's just, it's, they're an inspiration. And uh, my wife and I celebrated 31 years together this year. We got married at 22. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I always wanted kids. She always wanted kids. Um, you know, being being young, um, when we got married, we, we got I asked her out two weeks before we graduated college. Oh, wow. And so when we sent out our wedding invitations, our friends were like, we didn't know you guys even knew each other, you know, so <laughs> kind of funny. But, uh, we, you know, we talked about, you know, Hey, we want to have like, you know, the year 2.5 kids and a dog in a yard and that kind of stuff. And, yeah. um, we should two to three kids. And then, you know, we got married and, um, she said, I want kids right away. And I'm like, we're, we're still young. We're still kids ourselves. I want time to get to know you and to grow a little, right. and to, you know, share life together. So let's, let's talk about five years. And then, you know, all our friends and our friends group were getting married and having kids. And so about two and a half years into it, I said, well, I think I changed my mind. I'm ready to have kids. She goes tough. I just got my mindset on five years.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. That's yeah. wonderful. Wow.
1: So then we were, um, dinks, you know, just living the you know, mid to late twenties and, you know traveling and doing the things we wanted to do and so um about nine and a half years it was like right first part of january um i said well we better poop or get off the pot right yeah (laughs) we're gonna have kids She says, yeah you're right so we started trying and then in february i said hey it's our 10th anniversary this year let's you know let's go to hawaii or mexico or something she's like i'm not gonna be all fat and pregnant on the beach right (laughs) so uh we stopped we still you know obviously having sex though but we were stopped trying to have kids and then um uh, we got pregnant on our 10th anniversary in Mexico. And so I, I teased my son. He's our little Mexican souvenir.
0: I love it. Wow, you yeah. guys blew past the five years. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it is interesting how, how that works, you know?
1: Yep. She was, we only ended up having one kid because uh, we were 34 when we had Xander. He's 19 now. Well, he'll be 20 next month, which is crazy. But uh, um, she had to have a hysterectomy uh when he was born because he he had a huge melon and kind of tore her up and that was the end of that
0: oh boy yeah
1: we just have one kid he's he's a he's a blessing he's a challenge um completely different than me um nothing i expected you know i expected a mini me who wanted to play football and go fishing and hunting and that kind of stuff and he's all about the arts
0: I love it. Yeah, it's interesting. You just mentioned something—blessing and a challenge. I think in fatherhood, that's the only one of the only times you'll be able to say a blessing and a challenge. And uh, well,
1: marriage, marriage is a blessing. Marriage and a is a
0: blessing and a, and a challenge as well. I definitely agree with you on that one.
1: So it was work, right?
0: Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you have to work at it. It, it, it. That's very, very true. So, tell me about tell me about your son and your your guys' relationship.
1: Yeah, so um, he is also like your son. He's uh, he's a little bit. On the autism spectrum, mm-hmm. he's been diagnosed with a little ADD, little ADHD, right. Little Asperger's, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, he whatever he does, he does extremely well because of that. He just like focuses yeah. on it, and it's it's kind of nuts how, how good he is. Like, um, he's been in 35 musicals, five plays, a couple TV commercials, a B movie, and that's what he wants to do in his life is be a film and TV actor.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. So he's got a couple of different agents that are trying to place him now. Right. Um, and, you know, he's, he's, he's really smart, super smart. Yeah, He, um, he decided that he goes, I know I have to have a real job, you know, while I'm trying to get roles. Yeah. I goes, but I don't want to be a barista. I don't want to be a waiter like everybody mm. else because uh, I'm going to do uh, special effects here and makeup. And that way I can always have a job in the industry I love and network with the people that I want to work with.
0: That's wonderful.
1: I'm like, that's really smart. I said, nobody like counseled you on that. He's like, no, he goes, that's, I said, Sander, that's pretty brilliant.
0: That is brilliant.
1: And so uh, he just uh, finished his esthetician's certification um, or school. You have to have that in order to step foot on a,
0: okay. on a set right
1: um, so that you could do hair and makeup and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he passed his, um, the, the physical practical part of it. Right. Um, and he didn't pass his written test. We've got to take his written test again, but that I understand that's fairly common. Sometimes it's two to three times. They don't yeah. tell you what you missed. And, and so Absolutely. it's like, okay, well I guess I'll study some more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's also uh, gay and very feminine.
0: Okay. Um,
1: you know, he wears uh, nails and nail polish and mm. makeup and has long hair. And you know, he likes to wear real feminine clothes and stuff. Right. Um, and so it took me a long time to get used to that right. because I had to teach myself that it wasn't a reflection on me. It was just who he was.
0: Yeah, right. Exactly. And so not um, easy. Yeah. That's not easy to do.
1: No, but, uh, I hug him and kiss him and tell him I love him every day. Good. Um, you know, he knows he's loved by me unconditionally. I always, I've told him since he was the day he was born. If, uh, if he needed me to cut both my legs off for him, I'd do it in a heartbeat.
0: That, that, that's the feeling fathers have. Absolutely. Jack. Yep. yep.
1: And uh, I love them to death. I got teary-eyed talking about them, you know.
0: <laughs> I, I tell you, the, the, the admiration fathers have for sons, I, I, I feel it, too. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And um, you will lay down your life for them. Yeah. And, and, I, and I know I would, i would too, in a heartbeat, too. Yep.
1: yep. So, uh, you know, I did the, a lot of the things that dads do with their kids when they're young. You know, we tried to get them into a, a scouting group through our church. Yeah. Um, Taught him fishing. Didn't really care for that. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves so I, I, I ride a Harley, right. and uh, he still loves to get on the back of the Harley with me and go for rides. Um, it was funny. He it was, it was so funny because um, when he was, I was trying to teach him how to ride a bicycle. Yeah. Um, he would he would not do it. Would not do it. Okay. And so um, my whole family is back in Ohio. So uh-huh. uh, as he was growing up, we would send him to Ohio for two weeks every summer and get okay. to know that side of the family. And uh, my mom ended up teaching him how to ride a bicycle because they live across the street from a big church parking lot. Oh wow! Big place to do it. So we get he gets back to Colorado and we have a bike ready for him. And I'm like, let's go for a ride. He goes, no, I don't want to. I said, come on, we're gonna go for a ride. Threw himself on the ground, temper tantrum, screaming and crying, throwing a fit. I said, when you're done doing that, we're gonna get in the car. We're gonna go for a bike ride. <laughs> so 20 minutes later, he finally calms down. We get in the. He's like, I don't want to go in the car, you know. Right. And, um, we get on the bike and like five pedal strokes in, aren't right, doing good, dad? This is so much fun. I'm glad I'm doing this. you oh, know, we ride for an hour, get back to the car. And, uh, uh, so th- did you have fun? He goes, yeah, it was great. I said, let's go get in the road. He's like, Nope.
0: <laughs> wait, wait, what'd you ask him? Let's go. What Do you
1: want to go again tomorrow?
0: Oh, said so nope. Just that nope. one time.
1: Just Nope. So, uh, every, every time we went to go for a bike ride, it was the same thing, you know, Kicking and screaming and moaning. Yeah. I'm not going to go. I don't want to go get on the bike path. And he loves it. I'm having so much fun, dad. Aren't I doing good? Yes, you are. son. you're doing great. Keep it up, you know? And I uh, just, so finally I was like, well, the kid obviously doesn't want to ride. So I'm not going to force him to do something. Right.
0: Right. right.
1: Uh, he did mixed martial arts for a while. Okay. Um, he was really good, but he wouldn't practice at home. Okay. Um, it's, it's so funny because he, he's got to want to do it. Well, of course it's balls to the walls. Absolutely. Like, you know, um, I told you earlier he's been in so many different um, musicals and plays and stuff. Right. Well, he doesn't just remember his lines; he remembers everybody's lines. It's so, yep. As he's going through it, and uh, somebody gets stuck, he's like, "No, your line is whatever." And so, I mean, like that's in, in crazy for me because he, you know, he was a D and C student in school. Yeah. He used to go With that, and uh, but whatever he he was interested in, he always did really well.
0: So yeah, the 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 cognitive ability is there, and and you know God bless him. We have choices in life, right? You want to do it, you don't want to do it. It's your choice. Good for him. Yeah. Now you have artistic side to you too. I see the guitars, and the audience can't see him, but I see the guitars in the back. So does he have some musical interest that you guys share?
1: uh, Well, he's been in musical theater forever.
0: Musical Um, theater, yeah. So
1: I, uh, so my wife, my wife and I have a band, and uh, so we play out in bars and private events and stuff like wow. that with a couple other guys. Yeah. And we've been playing for about 12 years. And then my wife and I have been uh, worship leaders at our church for, we've been married 31 years to 32 years. Wow. Um, so yeah, we play pretty, pretty routinely and I, I teach guitar, bass and mandolin and right. um, I, music is central to our life. My wife is a vocal coach. She's okay. a theater director. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, he was kind of destined to be, you know, something to do with music
0: and theater. Absolutely.
1: I uh when he was born, I took one of my electric guitars and hung it on the wall in his in his bedroom and it's still there. But um <laughs> when he was like six, I, I taught him a bunch of chords and he could strum. Just no interest in playing though. Okay. Said, really, you don't want to to play an instrument? He's a really good singer, he's a really uh, good actor, and he's a really good dancer. Great. Um but uh I said, Xander, I said, if if it comes down to somebody like you and you, and that person can play an instrument, and you can't, they're gonna get the role. I don't care, I don't want to learn all right
0: okay all right well i mean you know, you, you let him know that that's that's there and again he made a choice that's great yeah. i luck. love his name and i always love to ask people how'd you come up with your kids names so how did xander happen
1: so my wife will tell you a different story but
0: the way <laughs> I, I, recall, <laughs> I want to hear your story
1: <laughs> yeah, the way i recall it is we uh we at the time we used to yeah. love watching buffy the vampire slayer right okay instead <laughs> of so one of the main characters name on the show was xander and we were trying to think of names, and I, I wanted, like, uh, I always wanted my son to be named Christian Xavier. Okay. She's like, every Christian I know is an asshole. I don't want to name my son. <laughs> I, doesn't
0: that usually one. happen that
1: way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I said, so well, I guess that's not it. I said, I like Xavier, but I don't want that as a first name. And then we were watching the show and uh, just trying to decide on names. We knew it was a boy, and I said, so what about Xander? So we're, we're big the meanings of names. Yes, yes. His name is just Xander, X-A-N-D-E-R. Okay. Um, but his uh, it, it's short for Alexander, which is Defender of Men. I'm like, that's uh, a really good, strong name. Yep. So his, his middle name is Matthew, which is gift from God.
0: That's my, uh, son, that's my oldest son's name is Matthew, gift from yes, God. So, yep.
1: so he's Xander Matthew Gillet. I love and it. So we, when he was growing up, we could just as easily say, Defender of God, get over here. He knew we were talking to him.
0: Yep. Uh-huh.
1: His full name is uh, Defender of Men, Gift from God, Beautiful One, because Gillet J- means beautiful. Gillet
0: means beautiful. That that is that I love. See, that's why I asked these stories. I mean, I didn't. You've never told me that story before, so I'm glad I asked you. That's that's and you talk about an actor's name. My gosh, Xander Gillet. Yeah. Oh my goodness! There you go. Good, good yeah, for you. Pretty I mean. cool. Absolutely, cool. absolutely.
1: We're excited to see where he goes. Um, so uh, I told you, you know, he's gay and very effeminate, so he's obviously yeah. in the LGBTQ community. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, you always wonder, am I doing a good job as a dad, you know? Yeah. And so I'll actually check in with him about once every four to five months, anything I, I can be doing to be a better dad. Do you know, dad, you're the best dad in the world. Oh,
0: uh, what a great question.
1: You know, what, what can I do to, to help you? How can I be a better father? Nothing. You're a great dad, you know? And, uh, he said, you know, I tell my, my friends and my groups that, you know, you give the best hugs and they're like, what your dad hugs you?
0: I just got goosebumps, Jack. That I, I hug my kids all the time. I, I I guess I assume that dads all dads do, and and I guess I can't I can't assume that. Wow. Well, he's
1: got you know so many friends in that community. Their, their parents like kicked them out of the house when they came out of the closet, or or you know just didn't want anything to do with them, or yeah, you know, tried to you know to counsel the gay out of them or whatever.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And so we've known he was gay since he was like four years old. Okay. My wife and I were—we um, uh, ripped the carpet out of our, our main level of our house and put in hardwood floors. Yeah, we did it ourselves. And he came down the stairs one day in one of her yellow negligees a little tiara it's wow. and my heels. He's like, "Aren't I pretty?" We just kind of oh. laughed it off, thinking yeah. you know, kids playing dress up before you. Yeah, play. yeah. But from then on, it was—it was very obvious. Yeah,
0: yeah. And well, and you so, guys, anyway, that, yeah, good for you and your your wife. You embraced him and and. Yeah. The, the wonderment that you did for his self-worth uh, at, at a young age is very important because, you know, we learn that m- most of a uh, uh, high percentage of our belief systems formed by the age of seven. Yeah. So um, God bless you, you and your wife, for, for doing the right thing. I mean, basically, you know, that, that's, that's unconditional love. And that's what yeah. it's all about. Absolutely. So I have a couple... And thank you for for sharing. Uh, this is what this show is about. It's about emotional vulnerability. It's about authenticity. It's about just organic discussions. Um, um, and it's about embracing embracing fatherhood. Um, yeah. Two questions to end to end this. Um, you are sitting with young Jack, seven to ten years old, and you want to give him one solid piece of advice about life what would you tell them
1: don't care what people think about you
0: beautiful beautiful so the next question could probably give the same answer now you have your business hat on and you're talking to young jack the businessman entrepreneur what advice would you give him about business
1: make sure you maintain a proper work-life balance
0: love it love it don't, so we can combine those, which and that would be great advice for any young child, 7 to 10, is don't care about what other people think of you and maintain a good work-life balance. Yep. There you go. Great advice. Well, Jack, I have to thank you. Um, every time we talk, I learn something new. Uh, you're a good man, a wonderful father, and I'm, and I'm sure a wonderful husband as well. And I just want to thank you for coming on. I'm grateful that you're in my life, and I appreciate you, my friend.
1: I appreciate you, Thanks so much.
0: You're welcome. Uh, you know what? Uh, tell pe- People are going to want more of, uh, of Jack the human and Jack the professional. Give the audience very quickly what you do, what pays the bills for you, and how people can reach you.
1: Sure. Thanks for the opportunity. Um, so I am a marketing consultant with iHeartMedia, the largest media company in North America, number one podcast platform in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I sell all sorts of advertising, basically anything but print. Uh, and if you need a print connection, I got that guy for you too. <laughs> the um, but so my email is Jack Gillet. That's J-A-C-K-G-E-L-L-E-Y at iheartmedia.com.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. And uh, I definitely encourage the audience, reach out to Jack. Um, he's a great guy. Jack, again, thanks so much, my friend, and keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Drew. I really yeah. appreciate it. Take care. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe and give us a review to help others find it. If you'd like to network with other fathers and share stories, please become a member of my Men's Supporting Men Collaboration Tribe by emailing me at drew at prophetcompassion.com, expressing your interest, and I'll get in touch with you. Speak to you soon.